0: On today's episode, we talk about do brands need to stay politically correct? Are people's attention more valuable than gold? Why you should let your values lead your branding and create authentic marketing. Yes. Jonathan Kahn and Roy Pravarchik, and you are listening to Strike Gold. Strike Gold, episode six, six. Yeah, six, man. Oh my god! I'm actually can't wait. I'm trying to figure out what number I need to be to be able to call myself a creator. Like, I don't know if you're a creator from the beginning or you no. got to have like hundred episodes
1: or, or podcast co-host.
0: No, I think it's like first of all, you're the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I just I you know you turn around and like all these people like oh, I'm a creator, and I never feel like I I
1: do. Tons of you stories know, and you know, stuff. I don't feel like that's between, it. Like a creator, making just, money on it. No, it's like <laughs> if you live in San Francisco, you're a creator. Ah, God damn it! Where else, a... you're just doing shit. You're just doing shit. Fine. I I hate the fact I hate that status of like being a creator. Everyone's a creator. Yeah, but I really want the status. So there you go. You have it. I <laughs> knight wait. You. I knight you as you are now. Wait, Jonathan episode Kant, six. That's all a I needed. Creator.
0: God damn it! I could do six of anything. <laughs> um. So. First of all, Roy, i just like to point out that we're in this uh, amazing spot, as usual. It is. It wasn't usual in the first two episodes, but since then, we're kind of getting, you know, very... Like, I already go into their kitchen, and I take whatever I want. It's very comfortable. <laughs> uh, so, we're at Rise, which is a co-working space for fintech uh, startups. Um, basically, if you deal with money, and you don't necessarily have tons of it, then uh, you, this is your spot. If you're a bank, then no. But if you're a startup, then Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they sell it. No, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> like we're reading this off their press release, right They now.
0: literally gave us a script. No. <laughs>
1: uh
0: no, but uh I, so think, I really, think by
1: the way we have a script. Uh, we do? I, I just don't know where it is. Oh god. Uh, but, no, but we just want to say thanks and Rise, you're amazing and thank you for yeah, having thank us Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you so much for letting us record here. Yeah. And uh, you guys are always super awesome. Um, and thanks for this really fun tea you put in the kitchen and someone's lunch that I took also. <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> If it's yours, put your
1: name on food. You can That's... put a little bit
0: more salt in this, by the way. All right, it doesn't matter. Uh... How are you, Roy? What's up with you?
1: Hungry now. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I've actually, there's, there's two things I'm really excited about. Two things. Okay, just two? I want to create suspension. Okay,
0: so let's start with half of one. <laughs> see, just half a one, and then we'll let it slowly okay. ease in. No,
1: so uh, I've been obsessing over Instagram stories slowly. I've been doing Instagram stories for a long time, but I never actually cared about the stories. And in the past month, I've been obsessing them a, bit, a little bit more. Yeah, but I want to point out your care is very different
0: than other people's care. My care is, like, I'm really just trying to make funny content. And your care is, like, yeah. you want to understand how to master the shit.
1: I, like, I think social it's, media as a fun thing is not a thing.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So I care as fun. He cares as, like, how am I going to... Freaking own this!
1: Yeah, so I want to opt... Basically, two things that I've noticed I haven't been doing so well is first of all building followership for Instagram stories, and second, um, and second is actually taking care of engagement uh, and creating valuable content. I've been doing the walk and talk. Uh, this is what I'm doing now, all the storage thing. It's kind of nice, but it's kind of get saturated. You could, you could improve your walk. I can improve <laughs> my walk. I also take like, the bike everywhere now, so I'm not even walking. So that's kind of. I, I diminished a, half of my. That's why I have like a thing to hold my phone. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so I've been doing a few tests. So the first one we spoke about, I think, in the first or second episode. Put first experiment in. was the thing about the sound off, sound off, sound on. I got feedback from people saying, "Hey, nobody listens to stories with sound." So every time you do like a video of you talking, you're basically nobody cares. Yeah,
0: no, which was insane to me, and I'm still because yeah, of that because, shit. Yeah, because I'm when sorry. you t-
1: because you d- because after. I tell stories. Right, but but I gave three advice on how you can improve it. So the one was like uh, put a pre story kind of slide saying, turn on your volume. We talked about doing a small GIF pointing out to volume up or just adding subtitles or getting more text as narrating. And you started doing that and you got crazy results. Yeah,
0: I got like double the amount of people who were watching me before watched and they watched throughout a lot more of the things.
1: Okay, so that was the first thing, which is very cool. And so I've been testing all kinds of... So I've started testing all kinds of different call to actions. So... Uh, you know, it started with adding more polls and adding more like send me feedbacks, your questions, etc. Um, but so the, uh, by the way, there's like an interesting UX thing.
0: You had this thing. You told me that. And by the way, I was like, I was like, you the know, no what, Roy, thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking, I'm gonna do this. So I put questions in my stories. And you get tons of questions. I get, I get answers. I get questions, but not in any way related to what I wanted to ask
1: me. But that's interesting because <laughs> I got how many times do you that's... pee? In a day. Sm- wait, the smart <laughs> thing—the smart thing to do, social media wise, is listen to the things people ask yeah. you, and then do more content about those issues.
0: So, so you being, can. Yeah. No, so <laughs> so
1: you know right now that that aspect is like funny to somebody. Giving, getting more personal about your personal traits and ha- and habits, and you can try and do that and see if you get better engagement. Anyway, that's like the. Cool. Um, but so I started doing that. There's also like different tricks that uh, I use with clients a lot. So it's like you tell say something on slide number one and say like, hey, if you wanna do if you wanna know more, tap on the right. And we do like a writer, which either way it's gonna get to that video. But we get more and more engagement. And you get people to get used to engaging with your content. If it's tapping, sliding, whatever, just by them, oh, you give them the the points and what you should do next and they, they start becoming habited to doing more of what you say. It's very, like By you,
0: making them take action, I'm getting right. them more into the content. Right,
1: exactly. Like, we do this a lot with uh, email marketing, where we get, like, click here, do this, click here, because I basically want to get them to the point where uh, they're so used to clicking that when, uh, when we pitch them things, they'll still be uh, willing or happy to buy. Anyway, I started thinking about how can I give more value to marketers and startup founders, like my target audience. So I started doing this kind of daily tip, and yesterday, for example, I did this whole entire And you st-
0: called it Just the Tip? Just the Tip. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, they all love it, though.
0: They all love it, though. <laughs> Never, They've always asked for more.
1: They are. Like, if you want to find my content, the hashtag is me too. <laughs> <And, laughs> nice. And, uh, um, no, so basically, like, uh, yesterday I said this thing. Uh, like, I'm going to explain what distribution hooks are. And then I basically threw my stories. I said, like, what it is. Give examples, etc. And the engagement was actually, it was interesting because I think it got less views, but the engagement was much higher. Uh, What do you mean?
0: Comments and... Yeah,
1: comments, people saying yes, no, commenting, like engaging with the content.
0: I kind of actually don't even know what I want to achieve when I say engaging. Like, do I want people to comment? Do I I want them, honestly, I just want them to share with other people. I want to have more people following me. That's what I really want to have. And I don't know if I... Next episode. Next episode. Teaser right now. Episode 007. 007. We're
1: going to have uh how to get more followers on Instagram step by step. We're talking processes, people. Let's put We're it like this. Frameworks. Here's what's really
0: going to happen. We're going to do that. This is not
1: your dad and mom's regular tips and tricks.
0: That's right. Your mom and dad don't know crap.
1: <laughs> Unless your mom is Victoria Beckham and she does actually some mean Instagram things. I
0: never actually... I don't follow
1: her. I do. Should I? All right, people, follow Victoria Beckham.
0: And me, and me. Wait, wait, this is what I should be doing. And me, follow me. And if you don't know, send it to everyone else. So no, next sure.
1: episode, guys, hold me accountable for this. We're going to do a framework on how you increase followers. This is the exact tactics that we use to get, like, our some of the brands we work with to tens of thousands of followers. Uh we're going to talk about this. Cool, cool. But um, I actually think
0: that what we'll do with that is that we'll do that in the next episode and about five or six episodes later down the line we can actually check if it worked for me.
1: <laughs> oh, that you w- know what? Challenge accepted. But you have to be consistent in whatever I tell you to oh, do. Oh, crap. But I can't have fun? You can have fun. That's your brand. <laughs> is it? It's just structured fun which is the best oh, kind Oh, that's of fun, the Jonathan. best kind. Yay. Scheduled fun is the best fun. <laughs> now all the kids. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Go to my Instagram account. It's at uh, Roy Povar. R O Y P O V A R, and I'm gonna share more and more useful content on Instagram daily, like really hardcore tips on how to do shit. Cool. Very cool. Like how to share stories on Instagram. <laughs> 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 Wait, I actually. So
0: okay. So now I wanna I wanna segue at this point because I I have this question. It was a uh, question by John Smith uh, from the company of... I don't have the strength right now to make the name of a company.
1: And... Uh, I
0: heard about them. They're, they're, they're actually they very profitable. They're fantastic. They
1: were number one product They are.
0: They are just, you know, masters at what masters. they do. Um, so the the concept is this. We got PC, right? Which is uh, political correctness, right? You got a, you, a lot of brands. It's are focused on keeping everything at a level where everyone can be happy. And where even, you know, you, you look at these brands that are family-oriented and you're like, oh... They got to keep it PC. They got to be very politically correct because, you know, especially with American culture, people get very offended by all these different things. And it's got to be happy. Everyone needs to be happy with us. So we got to be very, you know, clean. Um, And what we're seeing and I I mean, this is not something completely new, but what we're seeing is that, let's say, uh, Twitter accounts like uh, Pop Tarts or uh, Wendy's or all these other ones that are. Are kind of like going out of their way to like roast people, and you know, to have more of a authentic answer to like weird questions that people are asking, and it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of exciting and it's kind of cool. And I'm, is it okay to not be a PC? If so, how do we do this? How do you approach this? Um, what places, what cases are ones that you should never be, you know, not politically correct? And I was like, what is this trend? Why are people so interested right now in being roasted online? Like, with the Pop-Tart situation, you literally see people are going out of their way to put gross stuff on their Pop-Tarts and send it into Pop-Tarts' uh, Twitter feed to be like, look, Pop-Tarts, I ate mustard on mine. And then, you know, they react by roasting them. They actually recently did a post where they showed a margarita. This was actually very weird for the whole internet, I think, which they showed, they showed a margarita with a Pop-Tart on the side, and then they wrote don't worry, it's a virgin like you are. And I was just like, that's not even provoked. They just turned around <laughs> and said, I'm going to call everyone virgins. And by the way, it's okay. if It's okay to be a virgin. I'm yeah. not saying I am. I have two kids. So I had it twice, but like generally it's okay. <laughs> but it was just funny that they just, that this is what they, they just looked, I guess, to run that gag. So they just posted that. So it was like Pop-Tarts is calling so, everyone virgins. So, so, what, so what is your, what? So what's the question the most, again, it was. Is yeah. it cool not to be PC? No. Is it is it something companies can al- allow themselves to do right now? I think... Even for a family-oriented, Pop-Tarts are for families. It's not a
1: thing. Yeah. Pop t- isn't Pop-Tarts more for like... Um, teenagers? Kids on the run? So, students? first of all, tw- I guess the Twitter audience is older. A few things. So, I guess their target audience in Twitter is older so they can make th- that kind of jokes because those are not adult jokes. Those are teenagers' jokes. It's not a 30-year-old joke. It's a... I'm a... 18-year-old, 17-year-old, that's funny to me. Okay. Calling somebody a virgin, I think it's funny. That's like a 16-year-old joke, right? Where they're, where like they're all virgins or well, I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, so, so first of all, I think number one is uh, target audience on Twitter might be teenagers. And it's still like family wholesome fun in a way because you're just addressing the teenager in the family. A 17, 18-year-old, uh, maybe 25-year-old person as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they know that their audience is mostly men. Could be. Okay.
0: Uh, so, so you're and, saying there that you can allow yourself to do it yeah. and if also, you're on, a, on the right... Mar- like your so, target audience is at the right place for it. Yeah. And also like Wendy's, and also for example. Expect- Wendy's is okay?
1: So, uh, uh, yeah, as well. Because you're
0: saying Twitter kids are just not reading anymore?
1: <laughs> no, when but Wendy's brand is about awkward like awkward sexual encounters in the parking lot. That's when this brand. Yeah, but it
0: wasn't like that. It like, was like that in
1: every sitcom and TV and,
0: and 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 like uh No, but I'm saying their marketing channels weren't like that, you know, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: but so I think two things happened. First well, first of all, you always have to be native to the platform and Twitter is about being sarcastic and funny and uh like have you ever it's seen it's the James- Chandler of uh, <laughs> of is. social media. It is the Chandler of social media. Have okay. you ever seen James Blunt's Twitter account? No. So he has like the worst music in the world. Basically, he's like <laughs> he's like one of the wor- like. My kid knows that there's three things you walk away from: a stranger, off- Nickelback, no, <laughs> no, no, no just- like a stranger offering you candy. Okay. A party where they think Coldplay is legit music to play in. Okay. And uh, James Blunt, the person. If she ever sees them, run away. No, uh, Got it. uh <laughs> run in the other direction. Right. Look, like, my daughter, by the way, she actually knows that if she listens, like, if it's like a Coldplay song and she recognizes the song as Coldplay, she will walk away. <laughs> it took me three years to teach her that, but yeah. I think it's for the greater good. I taught
0: my kid to blow kisses to people, it took me two weeks. I was like, uh, I just want you on command. I blink at you, and he blows a kiss to women and people around. It's amazing. amazing. It's I'm the right best pickup thing you could do with a kid. Again,
1: by the way, you can find videos of that on uh, the brand that hashtag me too. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, uh, okay, so, um, and so natively it's right on Twitter to be that edgy. So James Blunt, for example, is like a, you would say he's like a romantic, whatever cliche, everybody thinks they're in love kind of music. Yeah. But his Twitter is so nasty. He he would like make jokes on people's moms all the time, and he would be like, uh, "That's
0: awesome." His
1: he, his Twitter is one of the is one of the funniest things in the world. Well, not really. It's a it's really funny though.
0: Okay, cool. He has
1: like a really really funny, sarcastic. He insults everybody. <laughs> you would never imagine that this person. No, I would uh, not. Wants to be yeah. That's the, insane. I would just never imagine that right. that's what's going so, on. So, in his, this so his Twitter account is actually really funny. So it's native to the platform to be cynical and to go at it. You know what I mean? So okay. it makes sense. Like, I don't imagine uh, Pop Tarts are doing the same thing on Instagram, for example. I'm guessing that if you go to their Instagram account, they're more family friendly. More... I'm super
0: curious about it. Go, do, do it. Check it, right do now. Check it it right now. This. Check it right, checking now. it right now. Where
1: the fuck did you pull the phone from?
0: I hit it up my anus, but don't, don't, it's fine. It's. It's cool.
1: I feel that now that it's six, this episode six, we all feel so comfortable with each other. Yeah,
0: I feel very comfortable.
1: You're not seeing this because you're listening. It's like audio only, but Jonathan is not wearing any pants.
0: That's how I podcast. Yeah. Ha! It is here. Wait, calm down. It's. Yeah, they put it. They put it on their Instagram. Show See? Me. There it is, the margarita, and right underneath, calm down. It's a virgin like you are.
1: Interesting. I wonder if all the shit is the same.
0: I'm wondering if they do as, as heavy stuff as the rest of the they do on Twitter. Maybe their target audience no, for Pop Tarts are students.
1: Listen, wait, <laughs> what is they're it? Funny. No, they're edgy. But no, they're I'm telling you, that's people are sending them the weirdest no, shit. No, yeah, but but uh, but it's not nasty. But Let's just
0: say it's not politically correct at the level that Americans. Okay, so okay, are used so which, to. You know? Which drives
1: me to the second point, which uh, in 2011, 12, 13, 14, all the brands just want to be really okay with everybody, and they thought that just by posting content that is okay, everybody would love them. But as time goes by, as the same way you see it in every other channel, you have to be a more extreme version of yourself to actually um, to actually resonate. Like it's all social media channels. You have to be the most extreme version of yourself to be different. And I think that that's what they're doing. And I think a lot of brands are now... Uh, it's like the same thing. You know what? I'm going to take this to, to a different cycle. Or A lot of brands are taking part in the... Uh, everything that has to do about immigrants in the U.S., everything that is about uh, gay rights, everything. Feminism? Feminism. I was just waiting for you to say, because
0: no. you saw the the Carl's Jr. switch that they did? It was like, a, I think, a year ago at this point? No. Carl's Jr. has this very, they're very well known for having very provocative ads with women, like, smearing hamburgers all over their bodies as they're washing a car or something weird, stuff like that, right? And And then all of a sudden, they did this massive switch out, which was interesting to me because it was like, I don't know if it was ever really okay to kind of do that, like, <laughs> to sell burger, burgers with sex. But no. generally, they switched out, and they did this whole thing where they acted like the guy running the company was the son of of Carl's Jr., because it's Carl's Jr., yeah. Jr., or, like, uh, Carl's Jr., whatever, burger. So they acted like the son was in charge. So then the father came, and he was like, what have you done to my company? It's not about women. It's about burgers and quality of food. And they, like, switched out this amazing, amazing ad. Where they they he's like so taking I, out everything. I, so
1: I think I think uh, everything that has to do, uh, everything that has to do with how brands are treating feminism or women is changing. For I hope for the best, uh, and I think they all understand that there was. Uh, you no, know, it's like when you watch an old Friends episode. You know what? I'll do. I'll do it even better. I just watched The Little Mermaid with my kid. Okay. That movie is very so rapey. Fucked up.
0: Super rapey, right?
1: Yeah, I want I want to sum up what the Little Mermaid is all about for reals for a second. It's right? always like
0: that. Did you see Lion King? No, there but are it's, videos it's, about no, this. No, wait, but
1: it's <laughs> worth the Lion King because here's the real plot for Little Mermaid. This girl is obsessed with uh, people. She kind of. She actually. Understands that her figure is more important than her voice, so she let that go.
0: Yeah, he meets her. Oh my god, that actually has really like her voice. Yeah, her voice. Wait, wait, wait! It (laughs) it
1: gets even fucked up more. Okay. More fucked up because then she goes to 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 see. She goes to land, and he basically picks her off like the beach. She goes to his house. He's okay with taking this random woman to his house. She's like
0: sixteen, by the way. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like 32 and she's yeah, like 16. Yeah, yeah okay. And so she takes
1: it, and, and then it's like, uh, they have like a, like, the first day is suspicious, second day, they, they kind of fall in love, right? But on the second day, at night, the witch comes in, right? So basically, first of all, let's remember that this guy has never, ex- like, they never exchanged any words because she can't speak. So he's like falling in love with her or whatever. Only physically. Only physically. Like, Fine. literally, there's no conversation. <laughs> And he's like, and he's like super into it, but there's no conversation and nobody finds that weird. Then at the second night, the witch comes in, right? Like she looks like a yeah, beautiful looks, girl. Yeah. And so now this is the kind of she comes in as from the beach out of nowhere. He somehow, even though he's in love with the other girl he never spoke to, somehow, whatever happened that night. In The morning after he's like, I'm gonna marry this girl, yeah. I, so, this have, one got right, moves, yeah. yeah and I am like, <laughs> and I was like, it, like, tentacles, she was touching me everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like thinking, like, is, is, the, is it because she has a voice and they had a conversation, which was nice? And it's like, oh, you
0: have, a but on the mind. other hand,
1: no, but on the other hand, like you hooked up with that random person who was strangely wandering at night. They hooked up, let's say that's okay. She's a night
0: walker, you're saying, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I don't judge, it's okay. They hooked up, he fell in love, whatever he. He thinks that is. Apparently, it's not magical. Yeah. So, he said, like he in the morning, he goes and says, I'm going to get married today. It's going to happen now. They get the bow, the whole thing. Now, if you notice, that's one thing that she, that Ariel wakes up. She doesn't know he's about to marry that other chick, we, which he met like 12 hours. Remember that 14 hours ago, he was madly in love with yeah. Ariel. 12 hours ago. I remember, kissed the yeah. girl. <laughs> the best song but, in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, 12 hours later, like beforehand, he met that, other hot girl. He wants to marry her that day. Now, there's never a part when he goes to her and says, hey, remember that I was crazy in love with you? Then I'm not. Yeah, I'm done. He basically doesn't say anything. He just goes away to get married. And she's like left in that castle not knowing what's going on. She knows it because the the, the pair, not the pair, the the seagull thing. Yeah. Right? So he basically ditches her, says nothing. Because she didn't, you know... She didn't go all the way. <laughs> That's right. He was and just right, like, no, I'm wait, done. Wait, so, and now what happens, she's like, broken hearted for this guy who basically met you, doesn't care what you have to say, ditched you to marry another girl without even saying a word, right? And uh, and then she, they found out she, she's the witch. They go out and uh, and they kind of expose her for being the witch, right? Yeah. And then the guy, like the prince, by the way, hell of a prince, it, he turns around and is like, oh my God, Ariel, you're the love of my life. And it's like, can't you see... That Make a decision, goddammit. No, no, like, no, Ariel, can't you fucking see that you're a default? Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy was... It's like, like that, oh, that one's a witch. Yeah, I'm back to you. Yeah, it's like, he was at the altar with this woman, and she's like, she's going to sacrifice her life for him, and he's suddenly like, oh, you're the love of my life. Is she, is she Mr. Changed My Mind Twice? Ditched her, to, <laughs> like, four hours ago, not even saying that you're do you her? What
0: did you say to your daughter, though, after this show? Well, she was in love with the fish. She didn't care about it. <laughs> As long as you're into the fish and you're not going to follow her path, yeah, we're good. No, she,
1: she was like, uh, what's the fish with the yellow collar? And the, That's flounder. She's like, oh, what's the fish with the, that's flounder? a 20-minute stock? But anyway, that movie is so fucked <laughs> up.
0: Actually, most of these movies are fucking, fucked up. And I just recently showed, because my kids are home because it's freaking summer. And they're just all around me all the time. So I, I told them, guys gotta sit down, I need to teach you something. And they're like, okay. And I was like, sit on the couch, and I put on Home Alone. <laughs> and I was watching Home Alone, and I'm going, she calls the police and tells them like, oh, I left my kid, and like, you know, I'm in France, and he's alone in the house. And the police didn't say, you know, okay, hold on a second, we're just gonna transfer you to social services? <laughs> no, they were like, oh, that's cool, We all- everyone leaves their kids. So, instead of turning around at my kids and be like, you know, this shit is a lot of illegal shit, I was just looking at them and going, I want you to think that I can do this to you at any moment <laughs> so that you understand how much you should appreciate the fact that we, we're still here.
1: <laughs> and I would have
0: your kids live in fear. <laughs> yeah, I need to keep them in fear. They need to understand because they don't appreciate shit. Kids have rights now. I didn't have rights when I was a kid. I, I'm I pre- nothing. I'm pretty sure you had. No, nah, I didn't have rights. It's like, you know, I got slapped. I did something bad. I got spanked or whatever. I got all that stuff. You know,
1: kids yeah. appreciate the fact you, that it's... You know what? can hit you. <laughs> I want to do another Disney movie for a second. Okay, I wanna, I, because that's that's something that is upsetting me as a father for a long time. It has been upsetting. Is it Lion me. King? It's it's Lion King versus Bambi. I want to explain okay. Bambi. Nobody knows what Bambi is about. Nobody, they, you don't know what the plot is.
0: I thought it was about Thumper. <laughs> that's okay. all I'm so, that. so ev- like your daughter I would ev- care about the fish <laughs> yeah what
1: everybody c- thinks about Bambi is like the mother died they yeah. shot the mother which basically if you look at the movie the Bambi runs off you hear a shotgun and like they stop drawing the deer and that's like yeah that's it like, Save Bambi money. the saddest movie in the world his mom dies Lion King right this guy sees his father dies in front of him, tries to grab him. The father falls down, and gets smashed by tons of animals. The the the, the kid, Simba? No. Yeah, yeah Simba. Simba. Simba, he goes down. He actually sleeps in the hands of dad's dead body for the night. He Like, he cuddles yeah, with cuddles. his dead body for the entire night. That's, like, the saddest thing in the world. The next day... Akuna Matata, right? Akuna yeah, Matata. Like, hey, you see Lion King? <laughs> yeah, Akuna Matata. The fucking kid sleeps with his own yeah, his dad's... dad. His... <laughs> how, how the fuck did we get to that where so where people so much don't give a shit about the dad that he actually slept with his dad's dead body? It's like oh yeah, the movie the, the movie is Akuna Matata. Right, dad, that's an amazing movie. And like Bambi's like they just you just hear boom. And that's it. It's like, oh, he's oh, the saddest the movie, movie in the world. No one cares
0: what the fuck? about no one cares about the father son bond that happened after the mom died. No one cares about that. Not just kidding. <laughs> that's funny yeah, like turn around and it's like, a, but it's like you know what the mom has really this funny, one. Write the, the summary of the, the movie, movie on the back of like a VHS tape, like, and send it back in the past, <laughs> and be like, this movie's about a father and son
1: uh, <laughs> bond after you know mom was shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was really pissed at that in Lion King because like the dad died. It's like one of the saddest scenes in the world. Yeah. Nobody cares. I couldn't. Have tata, right? And as I, just stop drawing the deer. Everybody's like super sad forever. Fuck that. Yeah. You hear me, Disney? You're not going to hear it. You're not going <laughs> to make it. The, <laughs> make Don't
0: it. mess with Disney. They have everything now. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Keep doing those Marvel movies. Yeah, bro. yeah.
0: Those are, are so Nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, so. You're uh, not doing uh, so, so well
0: with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stop. The Han Solo thing. I didn't even go see it.
1: Han Solo is kind of Simba.
0: The Han Solo was how they described the guy who was in the theater. He was one-handed solo guy just sitting there. Just I think I think
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Han Solo is like the Simba to the Mufasa, which is Star Wars, which is like a dead corpse, and, uh, and just yeah, everyone trying to hug it underneath it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, going back to the original question, I think these days you get more credits for being the most extreme version of yourself, and it goes on social media. Like you're not, you're not gonna be noticed just by being okay.
0: That's what I wanted you to say.
1: You wanna go? I kind of wanted
0: you to get to this point where you turn around and say the I the assume. fact that people are so. Into authentic,
1: to real. Right, right, right. And and, and and PC is not authentic in any way. In any way. Yeah. now um, and it's. You the, hear that,
0: Grandma? <laughs> you hear that? Just wanted to make sure that's clear. I don't know. If she's I think clear I that. think old
1: people are the less PC people. No, in the my world. grandma
0: is the most politically correct person really? in the planet. Old people are like always the most been,
1: racist.
0: She like in hates the world. me, but she can't say it because it's not politically
1: correct. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so so yeah so I think pe- people want authenticity. And they want to have like a character. You have to have like a real, real character of who you are, and you cannot do this by just being in the middle. You have to take one angle and be extreme. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what's that's what's interesting. So
0: I, I also I wanted to talk to you about this thing where I have a
1: friend. I just wanted to say one more thing. Okay, Because go, go. there's an interesting case study: Spotify versus Netflix. So okay. Spotify did this entire campaign about their data, like the guy who list. Uh, they had this uh, huge billboard saying the guy who listened to Sorry uh, 145,000 times, whatever, on Valentine's, what did you do? Nice. And then Netflix did something similar. They tried to do something similar in Twitter where they kind of called out on people who watched, like, a Christmas show, Christmas movie. Uh, and everybody was freaked out by it. Because, like, hey, Netflix, that's not, co- not cool. You're, like, calling out on people. So there's a fine line between, like, being extreme. That's really interesting. Uh, no, because the, the Spotify one did uh, was... Uh, uh, I'm sure they asked an, for permission but like the no Spotify but it was anonymous also, because they don't say the name it's like hey the guy who that's actually ah, the title okay okay they don't, and Netflix were mentioning people so there's like a there's like a thin line between creepiness and like though even the pop Tart thing, thing uh, it's very general yeah like if they would have
0: no they do they do go after people no, who are it, trolling it, them so, kind of so thing, when you
1: reply it's one thing but if for example they do the virgin post and just start tagging people that would have been fly you that, know what I mean yeah I get that and it's fun because you have a brand you can... And first of all, I think the most interesting thing is that people feel like that brand is very responsive, and that's fun for them.
0: I also think, by the way, the tagging thing you said, that would actually be hilarious. I, I think
1: people would have been... <laughs> no, on. no, no,
0: not saying that. I'd choose, like, a celebrity yeah, uh. that they were all picking on, and then it would only, only further his yeah, brand like a, in like some way, and just, like, like a, tag
1: Mike, him. Like a Michael Sierra thing.
0: <laughs> it would just be so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just tag him, and then
1: people would go on it would be like, what the fuck? Why is this happening? I remember when Kanye joined uh, in, uh, Twitter, and he followed this only one random 19-year-old guy, and the press was all over his house. Because no, like, I did not. He, he, when he joined Twitter, he followed this one random guy, and the entire press was like, like, who is he? Why is he following you? And people would be like, sleeping on his lawn, and MTV was at his house. Like, why is Kanye <laughs> oh, that's following so great. You? But was it just
0: someone random or was it oh, like... It was random.
1: Oh, that's so
0: awesome. It was random. Take the power and do crazy shit. That's yeah, what I think.
1: I, th- I think it's like uh, you. He's crazy <laughs> and he does shit. <laughs>
0: um, all yeah. right. So I want to talk to you about this other thing. Uh So I have this amazing friend who lives in fin- Finland and he has this company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's called Neverthink. And basically it's an app that allows you to watch all kinds of... Uh, pieces of content without having to think. It just does viral content. It's all human curated, and it's really, really cool. And um, we were just talking, and he was talking about how he's raising money and blah, blah, blah. And I said to him, like, you know what's crazy to me? Like, what you're actually raising, what people are going to pay you money for, what people are going to invest money in this company for, is for attention. You basically hold people's attention, and that's what the value is. That's where the money is coming from. That's so weird. Like, it's so weird. Think about, like, you know, you're fighting for your mom's attention. And then, and then, like, your mom's like, you know, you don't need to be... You don't need my attention all the time. Apparently, that's the most valuable thing on the planet. Attention. So, um... So, I just thought this was such an interesting thing. It was such a, like... It's a little bit philosophical. But generally, the concept is, is like, what, what does that lead? Where does that take us as human beings that we're fighting to buy people's attention span. I think. it's all I need. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what do you think? (laughs) It's nice. But I think, I think that it's a very interesting place to start from and to think where we're going to go next. If we, if we go combat against that attention is time, right? So we're looking at how much time am I going to steal from you for that day? And that's, that's the valuable thing really. When you look at it, you look at it and you say people's lifetime, I have this much amount of time I can take from him and get his attention. So it's time.
1: I wish that's how people see things.
0: That's how we see things, based on just the fact that we create tons of technology to save us time.
1: No, I think people see... I I don't think people are time aware for anyone's time by themselves. We waste other people's time all the time. We would actually pay money to waste somebody else's time and not yours.
0: I don't know if it's waste. It's, I want you to do something. Yeah. It's not necessarily waste. I have, like, a plan. I'm going to waste your time three times so you buy my product. But, like, generally speaking...
1: So, first of all, marketing in its essence is about grabbing attention. It doesn't matter if it's TV, radio, newspaper, guy with a billboard sign. It's about... The currency, especially these days, is always attention. Because attention is basically equals time. Time is the only resource that that you cannot play with. It's the only resource that is, like, you know... And, and like unless we stop dying, yeah, point, you can't. But that, that's that it's movie. The, it's time. A, yeah, this, it's, it's the, the only the... thing you can get back. Like you can, you can leverage money, you can leverage so many things, but time is, is this finite resources resource, um, and attention is basically me grabbing your most expensive resource, which is time, because you're spending this on X versus Y. And I think marketing in general, the whole idea is, like, how do you grab people's attention? Like, is it, a fa- is it like a video ad that makes you this laugh? Is only,
0: this is like a way to promote how important marketing is. Like, it basically deals with buy, buying up the most important
1: commodity. It yeah, it's how to, yeah.
0: Like, when you, especially if you're a startup and you're looking at things and you're, like, saying, ah, I don't need to get into marketing. No, apparently marketing
1: <laughs> yeah. is the most important thing. But it is. By the way, I think. It's I, like
0: well, dealing in diamonds, but we're just even more valuable than that. We deal with time.
1: We deal with time. So this is like uh you go ah, that's like this a is great, great. pitch, in a This is how
0: I'm gonna pitch it. We're gonna be, from now on I'm I'm a time stealer or something. A time dealer. But time uh, dealer. That's
1: yeah, what it is. But <laughs> but if you look at Gary Vee, then what he, he day trades attention, that's his name. That's his tag. That's his tagline. he day trades attention. Oh really? Which is like the same way you day trade stocks. He day trades attention. Uh but I think marketing was always about how do you grab attention. I think now it's just like crazier because there are more tricks. And hacks, and in general, we pay more attention to, you know, to our mobile phones. So for TV ads or, or newspapers about grabbing your attention versus real world, we already grab your attention with like Facebook or a game. And now somebody has to grab the attention out of whatever is grabbing your attention. So Yeah, it's, um, just, it's
0: really like a crazy thing to just think about it for a second because what marketing does is we kind of try to cut off pieces of that and give it to other companies like my what I do is I go up and I come up with campaigns to get people's attention whether it's entertaining or making them feel something and I don't feel so negative about it I feel like I'm I feel like we are just searching for something to spend our time on and if I can if I can drive an emotion a laugh a, a sad a thought or whatever it is like one of these things then I've given value to that time
1: I last week I have a I don't I mean, want
0: to. I don't do all that clickbait shit. Like I'm not looking to just. No,
1: but I'll, it's I'll, not like I'm just
0: looking to just waste your time, and I'll make you go through a forty-five minute video that says, "Hey, we're gonna tell you the secret to having." Uh, no, you know, but you
1: know, but I think the question is, uh, is what's your product at the end? Not how your how it's not how you grab attention, but why are you grabbing it for? So for example, uh, I was just had this conversation about the Kardashians. Okay. Everybody's like so amazed at how the, the amazing businesses how they're like brilliant yeah, they're and they are marketing yeah but they're evil I explain why because everything that they do is deluding you of your time money and attention without giving any value back. I would admit that Kim that Kim Kardashian has hurt the lives of more teenage girls in the world than basically any other character in the last 10 years That's what I actually even think. Ariel well, Ariel was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel's giving the wrong idea yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Um, no, but I get what you're saying. Uh,
1: uh, because because eventually, what she, what they do is they they, they trade your attention for your money, but they don't give you anything back. So is it makeup? An app that goes up and down? Like right? They had like she yeah. has a game. She has a game. Yeah. Made like a billion dollars in a day, threw it away. Uh, she does this commercial, whatever. They're uh, doing
0: the makeup now. Yeah, what and it's always
1: so. It's very millennial focus. It's like one day excitement and then it's dead. But they never give you any value back. There's That's
0: interesting. What about celebrities? Celebrities basically the same thing in all of them?
1: No. You no, know, it really depends on what you, you I guess do. they're
0: entertainment.
1: There's, so, is entertainment a value you give back? Yes, yeah. And, yeah. So then they have yeah, It's it. like if I make you laugh, if I make you feel something, that might be a value. First of all, whatever is value is a perceived thing.
0: Mm-hmm. right?
1: If I think I don't know, being happy is not valuable to me, then whatever makes me happy, then it's not value. Like you don't give me value. But I think these days, what and I think this is what you were actually shocked about when you're talking about your friend, is that we steal people's attention. And this is something. oh, so this is something that Charlie Kaufman said. Uh, he was the screenwriter for adaptation and a bunch of other amazing movies. And he gave this talk at the BAFTA, um, uh, not awards, but kind of conference, or seminar, whatever. In two thousand and eleven, I think it was and he said this he said every person goes around, like goes around the world having a hole in his emotion that he needs to feel and the the and because that's how we are structured and the more authentic you are the more you explore yourself the more you're honest with yourself the you can feel that hole but what happens is that uh, a lot of brands and a lot of um, products they recognize the hole and they start pitching you on shit that will fill that hole but it's never gonna fill the hole. So it can be junk food, it can be Kardashians, it can be uh, whatever. Even an iPhone maybe, you know what? Roy,
0: I wanna tell you that right now I feel like I have a hole and I really wanna fill it with junk food. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but I'm so hungry right now. I just <laughs> I I just,
1: I, 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 no, I I didn't know where that joke is. I going didn't to know go. either, but
0: I yeah. I have a lot of holes. No, <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. This, they all, this gotta, is be the, show they all gotta be so filled far. with junk food.
1: <laughs> no, but um, No, but basically what he says like No the authentic thing in the So it. he says like that, that the industry, TV shows, celebrities, junk food, product, they're all doing their best to make you believe that they can that you Thank can it. fill that emotional hole with their junk. And what he does is that you do it, it doesn't work, and you spend more and more and more and more on it. And uh, the, the game is day trading attention. What's important is that once you get somebody's attention, you, you give value. That's how I see it, right? Like the Kardashians are making tons of money, so they obviously are up to something. Yeah. But eventually it's like, uh, it's like I think it's a legacy kind of thing. And uh, That's
0: interesting. I'm wondering what kind of marketing thing I can do that gives authentic uh, value.
1: I, th- I think it's a product that you work with.
0: So if you're working with a product that's actually really good for people, yeah, like, really like, the, people. like 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 so like like medical, <laughs> like medical stuff, you No, but
1: or, n- again, not on. You know what?
0: I would I would say that because uh, like again, we've talked we've talked about some of the ads that are like really amazing ads, right? Like the Reebok one, where Reebok turns around and they make this uh, ad to say, you know, walking in the footsteps of your mom doesn't mean walking in heels. It can be walking right. in, sn- in the sneakers. So that's amazing really value. So yeah. So then I'm saying, but. Does that feed that authentic need? Because it is it is it's relevant to the time. It makes sense right now. This is what this is yeah. what women are are doing. They're not just in the kitchen making food with heels and an apron on. No, they're out there. They're CrossFit. They're running. They're doing whatever they need to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and to kind of feed this into the into the story, yeah, that's great. It gives I, some I sort of. I think that's
1: amazing. Is it.
0: authentic? Is authentic mean thought? Does it make you think? Is is that the authentic,
1: concept? I think authentic is about finding what's true to yourself and, like, kind of fulfilling your potential.
0: Yeah, but does isn't that, like, so if I th- want to th- give you something authentic, is, then isn't it me asking you, Roy, like, asking you the right question and saying, now you're going to go off and you're going to develop on your own whatever thought process you need
1: and whatever motions you need to fill that void or... So, okay, wait. So, so for example, I think that what you're saying is... What's com- authentic? What does it really
0: mean? Because people keep telling me, oh, Jonathan, you know what we really like about you? I'm like, what? On my stories and stuff, they're like, you're authentic. You're real. Well,
1: yeah, but it's just... And it just means that I'm ignoring everyone else around me. It just, that no, it just, it just means me. that your actions align with what you feel inside. Or your actions align with your thoughts. So how do you do that with a brand? So a brand is not a person. It's not true. Because a brand has a DNA and you have values. And I think that's an interesting thing. We spoke about this, I think. Yeah, know. but you've seen brands flip. Yeah. What, their values?
0: They they flip.
1: Like, the, so you know, you turn around and you have one brand that's yeah, pushing, but, let's but, say... But something. you see people flip as well. I think eventually, you know, um, this is why Nike is number one and Reebok is number two or three.
0: Uh, three or? Yeah, three. No, so I, say, like I say Adidas. solid three. Okay. I say solid three because Nike uh, because Nike's number one, Adidas number two. Right.
1: So Nike it was always all about Actually, values. Reebok is, or, is owned, or, I think,
0: by Adidas. I'm not really sure. There's something uh, there.
1: Um, Nike is number one because it was always so strong about values it was always about personal growth it was always about pushing yourself oh, to the limits the
0: best mission statement i've ever read right. in my life they just it's it's just even it's so clever it's to say we create shoes for for athletes about like direct directly quoting this but it's like we create shoes for athletes and then like there's a little asterisk there and it says every person is an athlete and it's like everyone can be an athlete and it was like okay so they kind of like covered all the ground so now but every, not really what could be an athlete Why they have people? Yeah, no.
1: I'll tell you why it doesn't. I tell you what's the importance of the the wording there. I'll get find the real one. No, like like. Okay, if they wouldn't have that asterisk, what would you say an athlete is?
0: I would say it's someone who's being paid professionally for doing sports or being athletic.
1: Would you say? Would you start with getting paid for?
0: I would because um, maybe I was raised badly. (laughs) <laughs> like, my, like, my dad would say to me when I would do something, I'd be like, Dad, guess what? They were letting me record a voiceover for this video. And he'd be like, charge them a cent. <laughs> and he would be like, what? He's like, charge $1. I'm like, I... I, that's a weird thing. I'm really He's just happy to be able to do it. No, goes, it because right. once you do that and you charge a dollar, you've worked as a, a you know recording thing. You yeah. can say that you've actually done that. If you did it, That's, a, that's, actually, a good, that's actually a good story. I don't story. know. Maybe that is bullshit to turn no, around and say. that's actually a good story. know maybe the story's good, but I don't know if it works with the ath- ath- uh. athlete thing. No,
1: so... Uh, if you're so an athlete
0: and you get paid no, for but it, when then
1: when you think about the it's world, like a job. Think about the world of values around ethics. So you think this is a person who's committed to doing something. He put in a lot of work. He cares about, or she cares about their physical state. The, it, there's, uh, they're winners. They want to win at something, right? When Competitive. Okay. They're competitives. Uh, the word athlete has so many emotional values attached to it. So when you say everyone's an athlete, you're basically saying everybody has that potential of greatness. This is what it has. Yeah, you, okay. Right. And then it basically, Nike is about empowering you. You know, yeah, uh, the I best example no, is I get it. Nike. Were never about making the best shoes. They were making the shoes that will make you better at what you do. I can help. Like like uh, like my shoes are amazing, but the most important thing is that they're gonna help you run better. It was always about. So I think I think they actually changed from the just do it, and then that like it was a nineties thing, and then uh, their entire focus now is like very personal. It's about you and about empowerment, and those are values that if you have them as a brand you give value back to the world. The Reebok commercial, you said by the way, I think gives a like a crazy amount of value. So, but it was
0: fantastic, but but you, you know, you weird. know what
1: I was what it was I uh, I had high hopes for and it kind of crushed and burned uh, one two things actually. One was there was this always I think it was always that did the run like a girl campaign, yeah, which was amazing. I think it yeah. was one of the best ones. And but they but as a brand they never carried it.
0: I mean they didn't continue with the yeah, ongoing they went story? Yeah, they went
1: back to like when uh, you are... Which is weird because,
0: to be honest, it only grew and grew and grew. Yeah, so I think... Like I, now you're not no, allowed I, to I say... Think, what I is think, it, human I now think, you can't I, no, it's no, not,
1: I think it I think it's still a campaign that runs with Procter & Gamble, I think, and they do it like every year with different partners. But they never owned it as a brand enough to say like to... Instead, it's, it's funny for me to actually say talk about this because obviously I'm not their target audience no I don't care I watched uh, but, it I loved it but, too it's on uh, my you know, but, like a but I, th- I think that once I think okay I'm like I, I'm risking like will we edit this later or not but um, I think womanhood is a very powerful thing it has tons of crazy amazing values it has tons of amazing uh, um, abilities and power it's something that's really really strong and great And the way marketers have been treating women and womanhood was uh, belittling them. So even if you think about everything about... um, how Do you say this like uh, dogs always? No, I'm talking about the tampon um, commercials, yeah. Tampon commercials, so they always treat you as, as if like they always talk about the woman's like, uh, oh, you're in such a horrible miss, uh, miss situation, yeah. She's like right walking now. into a meeting and then right, and, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, the worst thing in the world instead of going on the beach in the white yeah, bikini that's yeah, not gonna in, work, Instead yeah. of saying, of like, I think that's one of the most, um, let's say. Unique things to women versus men in terms of like the body changes, etc, so so instead of owning that as womanhood as power, they always kind of they're always apologetic. It's about, like this
0: is your shame,
1: right? And and then always came and they were like, wait, we are the most synonymous thing with womanhood possible, and the transition from from girl to teenager to woman. And we're not going to be the, you have this uncomfortable thing you have to live with. We're going to say you are amazing for having that trade because this is part of what, who you are as a person. This is actually interesting because
0: this also connects very much like to taking marketing and making movements.
1: Yeah. I mean, so you're saying what now if is they valued. would have
0: made it into a movement, of, into a, a campaign and after campaign after campaign of just saying, I, don't, I own it, No. it's so ours. So, it's like- so
1: you, these days you have to go deeper than a campaign. You have to go into how your brands behave what would you do next? What would we, not your marketing thing, but will they actually I don't know, invest money in uh in education and empowerment of teenage girls? That would have been amazing if they would actually did like a real thing. Think, about
0: yeah, it. but I'm thinking for a second at the level of like what Dove did, right? I don't think they, if they invested in anything like that. I'm just thinking they did campaign after campaign after campaign and videos and stuff, content, about how you're beautiful no matter.
1: Yeah, but you're beautiful plays in the same narrative. Women have to be beautiful.
0: No, they were saying you don't have to. You are you. You're beautiful. Again, I, I'm not saying that yeah. it's negative or positive. I'm just saying that's what they kind of went with. And that's how you had this whole feeling that Dove was this thing about you know, cleaning no, but, off the makeup, cleaning off yeah, the stuff, but, and just but, being you and you're beautiful the way you are.
1: Yeah, but I um, think that for that the power move would have been to say like that do the same thing for men, because that that niche is is owned by marketing to women in general. I think way. The same
0: people, by the way, who do that as the ones who do the axe commercials for men, if okay. I remember correctly. So, so, you, so they you have like two different movements so you know that what? they went out. No, so you They're know like what?
1: that's even more annoying. Because he was like, oh, you have to be pretty. You are always beautiful. Men was like, this is how you get chicks.
0: Yeah, if you spray this, everyone will right. follow you. So
1: that's a company with shitty values. No, I think, actually, I think they're a finer media client. I'm not sure. Oh, really? Yeah, but... Uh, but no, no, I think I, they're great. But, I think but, it's
0: great. I, was, I had lots of fun with it back in the time, like, when they were starting with all this stuff. Now it's a little, like, overplayed, it, but, like... It's
1: overplayed, and it's just not suiting up the time anymore.
0: Yeah. But, um, for example, we have a mutual friend, uh, Jonathan Karen, and when he was doing his... Uh, he has a beard oil company he started... Yeah. I was there from, like, the beginning. I actually have a bottle of, like, some of this oil for your beard from when he was testing. And he was like, here, take this. I might it. have gone wrong right now. In, yeah, like, it's, I don't ago. put it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I put it on, like, I turn, like, like colors. <laughs> but, um, no, but I, I, he was talking to me. And when he was talking to me, there was like, this, this underground, you know, discussion about how men don't really feel comfortable uh, buying soaps. Like, there's this right. concept of that you need to be metrosexual to feel comfortable to go and buy your own smells, your own soaps, your own scents, and right. stuff like that. And it's a very feminine thing. And there's even, like, a whole bunch of research that says, like, uh, you know, men usually just use their wives' soap and they're, right. because they're just too ashamed to go get their own thing. And I, like, I actually suggested to him, and this was a while ago, this was, like, I think a year ago, I think I said to him, dude, you need to make this a movement. This needs to be a push-forward kind of thing where you're like, this is not something I need, people should be feeling awkward about.
1: But I think they're doing it slowly.
0: I, I, I know they moved to New York. I know that they're doing stuff. I don't know if they're doing solid campaigns like that. It's not to say that I don't think he's doing great stuff. He's no, doing I, amazing I, stuff. I just like, I like to be bold yeah. and push. No, That's what but I, I think
1: what they're doing really well is that they're actually, they're doing a If you see their commercials or video ads, they don't treat the men in the commercials, you're a butch, you're an amazing man, you're a, you're a lumberjack, whatever. They actually do beauty commercials for men. Yeah, but, I noticed that. But they're not treating the men as feminine and the men in the advertising don't look feminine, it's not like a metrosexual thing at all, but they just treat it the same, which I think that's the powerful thing, because it's not like saying for men to feel... This is
0: kind of crazy, though. This is like the thing where you say... It's like what you said about... um, I can't remember what it was exactly, but you have this thing where you turn around and you say, if you put... If you turn around and say, women, don't be ashamed of your thing, you're saying women, don't be ashamed, which means that preemptively they were ashamed, and now they shouldn't be ashamed. Um...
1: They were marketed to be a
0: shame. Yeah, they were marketed to be a shame. But but and, and so like even in this uh, in this scenario, he's doing stuff by making subtle little cho- choices, right? I-, I want a movement. A movement is but, throw a fucking chair through the window and get people. Yeah, to the but same, I, I think forward. that if,
1: I think that if if, if he would have done uh, very straightforward, uh, you know, put some uh, put some lotion, whatever. No, wasn't that it,
0: it was to turn around and be the opposite? It was turn around and say like, this is not. This is not something I need to but feel that, weird about. Yeah, but...
1: The so you're subtl- saying I have to do subtl- it contrast-wise subtl- to show it? The subtlety is how you change the behavior versus do a gimmick. It's between like the, that funny commercial, of that, and then you have to go through the subtlety. I think that the commercial you're saying would be very cool in a year from now when they're bra- when when there's more men already are into it and now it's like we can talk about it now. You don't start with, with the we can talk about it now. You start with like with getting people to do things and then you have this person has to come in and raise their voice and say like, this is okay, we're all doing it, it's fine. That's what stand-up comedy is, is all about a lot of the time. It's like you look at behavioral that everybody's doing, nobody's talking about it, and then this one person comes up and say, we all do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's why it's so funny. That's, that's why it has so much, uh, so it emotional resonates impact. so well yeah. with people. And if you do it before everybody's doing it, then you're basically I be a that,
0: weird person. I think that everyone. I think people already like you and I are both theoretically very. And you won't like this that I'm going to say it. But metrosexual. We're very like we're not afraid to. wear I'm jewelry. the
1: manliest man in the you world. You are have
0: a beard, but you wear a lot of jewelry. Sh- that would be metrosexual. Just, it,
1: it, this is not, This is bones from the people <laughs> that I've killed.
0: Nice. It's like my kid said when I when he found out we he had baby teeth. We were like, "What? Well, he's like, oh, you you have them?" And we're like, "Oh, we're holding them for the tooth fairy." He's like really want to make a necklace out of it. I'm like, what? And i like, and then go around to your friends and tell them this is what happens when you fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm just saying we're we're very much there, and I think that a lot of people are there, and you know all the different movements that are happening right now make it very comfortable to be whatever so you are. I, I
1: think the funny thing is that what actually um, uh, what actually connected the metrosexual with the. Um, uh, metrosexual with like the hetero manly man thing was beards. And beards have become, because, like it's so manly, but it has become something you groom. And that was like the loophole for men to go into, into the grooming world. Because you would not do anything with your. I need hair. to
0: buy conditioner, and they're like, yeah. "Oh my god, but, it's for my beard." Oh, oh then yeah. I get it.
1: So that's a massive beard you have there, uh, and that's yes, the conversation I use conditioner. <laughs> right, but but the actual, the, the it's like uh, I think. That's that, really think, funny that this manly we, icon
0: that's kind of been like the fisherman, the guy who cuts yeah. down the tree, has now become the loophole.
1: Because that's what millennials do to things.
0: <laughs> we just loophole everything. We
1: just yeah we. We do something to everything, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, Anyways, yes. so, so this has been a long uh, podcast. This yeah. has been a long episode. It? No,
0: it will be fine. Everything, this is a great size. It's not at the size that matters. It's the, it's the impact.
1: <laughs> we didn't say that this podcast is about marketing advice. They don't know what they've been listening to so far.
0: They know. You? They know. Do it's the know? sixth
1: episode. They know. Did you go back and listen to the first five? For sure they did. Of course they did. I, yeah, see, they're I hard, see the analytics. They're, hard, <laughs> they're hardcore fans. They love us. No. You but, wouldn't just skip to the six. Yeah, episode, you wouldn't would you?
0: you wouldn't do that. Yeah. What kind of person would?
1: Yeah, you're not that kind of person.
0: So listen, like, share, subscribe, uh, tell a friend, grab a stranger, make them listen, give a headphone to someone on the bus. It's uh, it just, but ask for permission first. No, just shove it in their ear. That's so much <laughs> more interesting.
1: This This was sponsored by Harvey Weinstein. Nice. And, uh,
0: um, yeah, please, because we we love doing this, and we want to. We're getting a lot of great comments and and stuff from you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. You yeah. give us
1: the best comments and and feedback. thanks for the
0: yeah. You're giving us love, man, yeah. and you fuel us going, getting up, and doing this. Share the love. (laughs) Just give us... I need this. (laughs) uh, Give us some shares, loves, comments. Again, everything is is blessed. I want to say one thing. Because
1: I always have to add the last thing, apparently. Okay. That kind of guy. Okay. Uh, So, I actually uh, was DMing, this means direct messaging. Oh, snap. I'm I'm young. You're so young. I'm young. Uh, (laughs) with, uh, With two people yesterday on Instagram. Because I'm young, uh- <laughs> we're all the young people are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and you as some uh, you know who you are if you're listening to this. But you gave me some feedback and comments about stuff that we do, and I was I didn't know they were listening before, and they were just started a conversation. I was really excited. So if you're listening and you know us from any channel, you're following us on Instagram, on Twitter, on. Um, Pinterest Pinterest, <laughs> Pinterest <laughs> Facebook <laughs> uh, whatever all uh, the social stuff yeah feel free to just kind of drop in a line and say hi or or um, what you think yeah yeah or just hide us from your feed anyway <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for joining us uh, and uh, we'll see you on episode 007 bye